Leather Cigars and Kinked is an adult podcast intended for listeners 18 and over. Hey folks, welcome back to Leather Scars and Kink. Thanks for, for listening. I'm Ivar. I, uh, this is my little show here. And today I'm uh, going to be finishing up the, the second part of my interview with Jay Baby, International Leather Boy, 2019, 2020, and 2021. But before I get into that, of course, I, uh, you know, I've got a, got a cigar review I'd like to do. And even before that, I want to talk about you know something that's that's been kind of kind of bugging me toxic positivity in the in the kink and and leather world it's um it's just been kind of eating on me now that things are are starting to slowly open back up and we're we're kind of pretending that everything's good there there seems to be a lot of a, a lot of uh you know everything's great everything's just incredible and and there's nothing bad at all going on and and don't talk about any of the bad stuff, and that's just, well, pure crap. You know, I, I can speak much more to the leather world than I can to, to the kink community, but bo- both sides, though. We, we've got this, this whole thing where it's been a year, or more than a year, so let's not say anything bad. Let's just pretend everybody gets along just fine, and there's there's nothing going on, and there's no predators amongst us or anything like that. And quite frankly, it it, it sucks. Because these these things are still there, and as a result of this this time that we've had away from everybody, uh, maybe we've we've forgotten some of our skills. Beyond that, I, I think uh, maybe we've we've glossed over some of the bad things that have happened. And at least I know in my my local community, there's there's been some people showing back up that uh, probably shouldn't be welcome back, you know. And that's just. Maybe that's just a personal opinion. Maybe I'm I'm being too harsh on people, but I'm a I'm a firm believer of when people tell you who they are, believe them, and when they show you who they are, make sure you don't forget. Yeah, obviously I'm being really vague here, but we all know. We all know what's happened in a, in our local communities. Doesn't doesn't matter where you're at. You know that there's been somebody whose bad behavior got the got them, you know, got them blackballed. And after a year, we're all coming back and there's, there's lots of new people getting into the scene because they've been desperate to do something and now, boom, they can. And those people that got blackballed, well, this is, this is their chance to try and sneak back in. And let's take care of our communities, guys. I keep using that word. You know how much I hate it. Well, if anyone that's spent any time around me knows how much I hate the word community because we're not one. We're not even many communities. We're we're affinity groups for the most part. Communities actually support themselves. They they take care of themselves, and we don't. But that's that's a whole topic for for another day. Anyway, let's get into some current events, stuff that's going on. Uh, got the Uprise conference coming up in July. That's uh, July 9th through eleventh, and I believe that's an online only. You can find more information on that. Um, 
Well, I found it on FetLife. I'm sure it's probably on Facebook too, but since I'm not on that, that platform, I have no idea. Locally, uh, to me, that would be the Portland, Oregon area. We've got the Leather Barbecue coming up at Overlook Park. Uh, coming up, the Leather Barbecue at Overlook Park in Portland, Oregon on July 25th. Uh, there's a Facebook event page for that, but again, I can't access it, so I can't give you all the specifics, which is kind of sad because I'm on the, the board of, of uh, the OSL contest, so I probably should know a little more about that, but today I don't, um, and I'm, I'm sorry for that. Coming up later this year is the Oregon State Leather Contest on October 2nd, and you can't begin to imagine how, how much I'm looking forward to that because uh, two years is is enough. I'll be happy to pass this title right on down to somebody. Other things going on, uh, got the Rose City Leaf and Leather Cigar Social coming up actually this Sunday. Cool. Uh, you can find information on that again on FetLife because that that's just where I've, I've found the events here. Pretty much the only thing I use that, that platform for. Let's move right on and uh, take, a, take a momentary break, hopefully to pay some bills. And I'll be right back. Okay, let's get into today's cigar review. Going to go into a little more depth than I did last time because, you know, still still trying to get the, get the swing of getting into all this. It's been a few years since I've been on, on well, since I've been in front of a microphone. So, without further ado, and with all the clicking and everything else I can add to the background here because, you know, my studio is also my bedroom right now. Today, I'm going to do the Oliva... Oliva? 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 However the hell you pronounce that, that, that name. I've heard it so many different ways, and, well, I suck at this. So... Uh, the, I'm, I'm going to go with Oliva, because that seems like it ought to be about right. The Master Blends 3 Churchill. It's a good cigar. It's a very, very pretty cigar. It's bo box press. The cigar, the one that I got, was just a little warp. Otherwise, it was it was pretty good construction. Kind of bent just a little bit. Had that, that typical aging room aroma when it was unlit. It had a little little note of molasses and cedar to it. On the dry draw, it was a little peppery, nutty, and grassy. Grassy isn't exactly my favorite kind of thing, but, you know, it's all right. Uh, when I lit it, extremely strong pepper. Like, kick-you-in-the-face kind of pepper. And spice. Uh, but that, that smoothed out pretty quick. Draw. Draw was really good. Lots of smoke. And the important part for the kink side of this thing, the ash was it, it, it hung on well. So if you're you're into uh, you know if you're into into ash play or ash eating, it it sticks around. It's it's pretty good for that. You know it started really strong, and it stayed really strong all the way through. I'd almost call it an extra full body, which coming from me that says something because. I like cigars that are, that are going to, you know, punch me and take my lunch money. I, I, I like really strong, full-bodied cigars. Overall, kind of flavors that, that kept coming back to me. A little light cocoa, a little bit of cream, just a hint of nutty. It's actually a pretty pretty good stick. It's not something I would recommend all the time. Definitely something you'd, you'd want to do for a special occasion when you're prepared for a really strong cigar. But overall, not bad. So, uh, you know... 
enjoy. And that wraps things up for right now. Going to take another break. And I'll be back shortly with my with the second second half of the interview with Jay Baby. So we're still in the middle of a pandemic. I, I'm, I'm just going to say that we're it, it's still the middle of the damn pan, pandemic. I don't care that 37 percent of us have have our vaccines or whatever the percentage is now. We're, we're not over it. With that said, how has the pandemic changed leather and kink for you? I don't even know. I I have no idea how to even begin to answer that question. I I guess it's. I'm going to take leather out of the question because I feel like it's it's a question that applies to a lot of things. You know, I could compare this to theater or dealing like dealing with any subculture, which is that I feel like it's made me a lot more selective. I used to say discriminating, but I'm like that's not the right word because there's a connotation to that. And so I'm going to say like it's made me more selective of the people and places and organizations I want to spend my time and energy on. So, you know, it's like, I I feel like over the year we found like, who are the people who have kept in touch with us? Who have we kept in touch with? Because, you know, it goes both ways. And that's fair. But it's like, it's, I think it's helped a lot of people, me especially, to reevaluate who are in our circles. Who's the inner circle? Who's, where is this person? and that person. And I think at first, you know, it was really difficult for a lot of people. And then you start to realize like, you know what, it's okay that these people or this organization or whatever is not in one of my inner circles. It's not as important to me. It's not something that I need to devote as much worry or mental energy or spoons to thinking about as much as others. You know, also compared to theater where it's like, you know what? These people are not necessarily friends. They were colleagues. They were associates. And that's okay. This company is one that I don't really need to work with anymore because I don't feel like it is worth the time or, you know, that my time and talents were not as respected as I feel like they should have been. And a lot of people have felt the same way about people, events, organizations, and and that's okay. I think it's okay for people to say, like, you know what? This is not as important as I thought it was. I'm going to spend my me time on things that are more important to me, that are less stressful that are not as draining and i think if that means that like some events some businesses 
etc., do not come back, maybe that's okay. I hope that that answered your question. Yeah, very, very, very wise words there. I tend to agree with you in, in a lot of that. There are some things that that happened in 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 the leather and kink communities that I think just it's okay if those people and those organizations just go away. Yeah. You know, not not necessarily meaning to be mean to anyone, but sometimes it, you know, creative destruction is is a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's you know it it is it is okay to say that you know what this had its moment. And it was really good. You know, it's it's like, you know, I watch a lot of TV, especially over this past year. But it's like, you know what? This show had a really good run. It had six seasons, and that's great. And that's more than some other shows get. But it ended, and that's okay. You know, let's enjoy it for what it was, and let's move on to something else now. Yeah. Sorry, you said the six seasons thing, and it just reminded me of six seasons in a movie. The, the whole chant from... I think community, the 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 fan base. Anyway, I'm just gonna dig into something that that bugs the crap out of me. Oh no! And uh, I I want to get your take on it. So the leather and kink communities, yeah, seem to. Have to say I, I'm glad that I just I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but so I was one of the Zoom events that happened this year was an event called Thrive. And I was very blessed and honored to be asked to give a speech for it. And, you know, I mentioned how we're, we're so used to saying, uh, I'm going to try to badly summarize this, but you can find the whole thing on my title page. But I mentioned how we use the word community singular, and that's not really, it's, it's not really fitting. You know, it's, it's like going to a Halloween store and getting a one-size-fits-all costume. And one size fits all doesn't make all of us look our best. You know, there's many different communities that kind of blend and ebb and flow, but they're not one community. It's communities plural. Okay. Yeah, we we could go down a whole rabbit hole about about that. But uh, what I wanted to get at the well, I mean, it's like you said, it's it's definitely a long night long discussion. But yeah, that's that's just kind of where I'm where I feel like we are and that's okay. Right. And this this is the this, this whole lead up is to a very petty question. Oh no. Um <laughs> why do you think the leather community is adamant on using Facebook above everything else? And why do you think the kink community generally speaking is all about fet life? when there are so many other options out there that are actually better than both? So this is, this is a multi-pronged question. Yes. That's going to be fair. That I'm going to have to really dance around. And I'll do my best. And, and, I'll, and I'll say, like, this is a lot of hypothesis. And I forgive me if I leave anyone out. I'm going to do my best uh, with a lot of generalizations. I'll say as far as, like, why those two and not something other else – they're known you know it's they're known and they are free uh it is i think it is difficult to make a site popular if it doesn't already have enough recognition you know it's why you know why people will reference live journal but people forget about zanga 
you know, it's one of them had a name recognition and one didn't. And free and ubiquitous. And those may not necessarily be good things, but they are things. I think that FetLife appeals to people who are in communities that are used to hiding, that are used to that kind of forum, message board, BBS system where, you know, the old days of the internet where you have a screen name and maybe in an avatar, but otherwise you can hide behind that. You know, you don't have to be you. You are, you're this picture of an anime character and, you know, like Evanescence Lover 1986. Like it's, um, so it's more about anonymity, you think? Yeah, I think that a lot of the people who prefer FetLife, despite putting up a lot of pictures where you can see their your face, etc., are still under the skies of like, oh, nobody knows about it except for us. And they're the people who, you know, more or less in their munch groups, if they have if they go to groups or munches, are used to valuing discretion above all else and i say that um and this is where i get general so please forgive me a lot of these people tend to be of the heterosexual variety and in some people's viewpoints they at least their own they have a lot to lose you know they have children they have you know, bio family connections, their grandmothers, their churches, their careers, et cetera, et cetera, that they're so scared of losing. Compare that to a more LGBTQ queer um, leather side of things. And I say that generalization, more people identify as leather who are on the queer side than the het side again, generalizations, they have already come out of the closet. They've already had to deal with, if I be myself, I might lose friends. I might lose my home. I risk getting fired. Uh, I mean, in my my state is an at-will state. So, you know, if, you know, I'm lucky that I have the type of employment I do, but, you know, I've definitely been on jobs where it's like, oh, you know, I might need to budget up today because I could get fired for just being too femme. So a lot of people who are of the queer leather variety have already come out of that closet. And that sense of my identity is important, my name is important. And when I say name, I don't necessarily mean my tax tax name, but you know, whatever chosen name is important. It's that authenticity and integrity. My opinion, please, it's it's that kind of like, you know what, I'm going to put myself out there. I don't have, you know, I'm not afraid to lose it because I've already faced that battle before. I'll face it again. And that's that's my opinion on why those two sites, um, for those reasons, are being used. I I think that, yeah, I think I think Fet's life pro- originally when it was built. I don't know. I don't know the creator or operators 
but I think it was meant to be sort of, you know, our alternative to Facebook. But in the years since it's been created, it's drifted a lot more to the heterosexual side of things. And Facebook, you know, in being that cesspool, it's the, it, you know, it reminds me in some ways of the quote-unquote Wild West days of the internet where anything can happen. But now we don't necessarily hide behind screen names and avatars. Well, some of us, I mean. And by the way, I being no in, insult to people who don't use their tax name because, you know, I'm not getting into that discussion. You are who you are. And you are who you say you are. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, I mean, you can easily look up and find what my, you know, my tax name is. But, you know, J-Baby is who I am. And I hate that Facebook is how it is and makes it so difficult to use your chosen name. I think that should be made a lot easier because, you know, your, you know, your chosen name is your name above whatever is on a bunch of tax forms. Fair enough. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I hope I made that sound smart. I was, it's so <laughs> difficult. You're asking these smart questions. I don't know what to fight. Well, you know, you're uh, a symbol in the in in the leather community. You're uh, you're you're a big representative. You know that international title does that. <laughs> oh, that yeah. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> so I, you know, I I want your your opinions on things that 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 we're all looking at and facing. Tell me some things about you that you want people to know about you my little questionnaire you sent me a few things let's start with demi boy can you can you explain that a little bit sure so i've i've written about this a little bit before i i just i i believe that it is wonderful and important for everyone to kind of have a nice sit down conversation with yourself about what our gender is you know this that weird wonderful social construct that, you know, is deemed so important. And I will say, you know, it is important because it's who you are. But I think it's important to, you know, explore and decide for yourself what that is, you know, not based on what other people decide you are, what they assign you based on things, but where do you fit? And Growing up, it just, I always felt like things were, I wasn't quite boy enough because, you know, I preferred, you know, ballet to basketball. It just felt like, you know, like I'm not boy enough. I'm not, you know, tough in the ways, you know, and interested in the things that boys are supposed to. So growing up, discovering I was gay and, you know, I want to, you know, and I'm trying to keep that separate because sex and gender, while you know, they sit at the same table, but they're not the same person, if that makes sense. I, I started to be find myself treated like male light, you know, not, you know, quote, one of the girls, not, you know, not a real man. And it was just this kind of like weird halfway point that it was like I was being treated like I wasn't really either. And, you know, at one point, you know, I definitely did some soul searching. I was like, well would I be more comfortable as a girl? Do I feel like that would fit more? And while, while there's definitely 
quote unquote feminine things that I enjoy, I ultimately decided that no, that wasn't quite right either. And, you know, I didn't, you know, at the time there was a lot more exploration and definitions coming out and I didn't quite understand them. You know, it was very confusing. You know, there was a period where I was like, I don't get this. And eventually I just, I was like, you know, quit, quit fighting this and just learn. And I discovered the concept of demigender and demi-boy, which, you know, the more I looked into this, I was like, oh, this is the one. This is the one. It just, it just felt like this is the outfit that fits. Yeah, it's the way I sort of see it is, you know, if, if, you know, if, if, if quote unquote boy, like man is a dark blue, then I'm a light blue. Not not white, but light blue. If that makes any sense, I okay. swear it makes sense in my head. I can <laughs> see where it, you're it going just, with that. Yeah, you know, and I know, and granted, like this is, I feel like everything is connected to everything. You know, like gender and sexuality, gender and style, like ways we, you know, I could say, you know, is this also connected to my kinks and identity? And maybe um, because I I feel like I don't. I don't like the term man, but boy fits. There's there's this thing that comes sometimes floats around Facebook, and it's like you know describe your gender without using saying your gender, and people will say stuff like my gender is purple eyeliner, you know my my gender is tacos. It was it was interesting, and that when I finally did it, uh, the last time it came around, I was like my gender is purple hair and overalls and i was like because that's pretty much what i look like and it was like yeah this fits so yeah i guess for me as an assigned male at birth person i don't necessarily i don't feel like i don't necessarily identify as cis but i also don't feel like i fit under the trans umbrella i'm sort of out in the rain and for me i like that now, I know that there are some people who identify as Demi who do consider themselves under the trans umbrella, and that's awesome for them. For me, I'm in the rain, and I'm dancing. And that's how I like it. I hope that made sense. Yeah, thank you, thank you for sharing that. So a few other things that you, you talked about, depression, anxiety, uh, <laughs> that, that sort of thing, and, and being on the, the, the autistic spectrum. Would you would yeah. you like to talk about that at all? Sure, why not? <laughs> Fun times. I'm not saying you need like I'm not saying I have a lot of baggage, but it wouldn't hurt to be a bellman when you date me. Like, <laughs> um, I you know I live with uh, depression, anxiety, and PTSD, and it's just you know part of the part of my journey and part of the things that I uh, live with. I think growing up with a lot of not feeling like I quite fit in, you know, my family, in school, even amongst theater people, you know, it, it, it just, it, it affects you, you know, it, it makes you, it makes you doubt a lot. And so um, one of the things I'm open about is 
the fact that I have struggled with self-harm for uh, um, a lot of my life. And um, I'm very fortunate enough to say that I have just passed three years without a relapse. Congratulations. Thank you. It is, it's a, you know, some, some days are easier and some days are harder, but, you know, it, it is, self-harm was an addiction and it's something I feel like, you know, when you have an addiction, it's something that you always have and are always fighting that battle. And that's not necessarily something I'm, I feel bad about only because it's like, it's something I've been dealing with so long that it's, you know, it's just a part of my journey and being, being able to be open about it and talk about it. I feel like one makes it, makes the load easier to bear when you bring things into light, you know, things, I, I swear there's somewhat, there's some really smart quote about like, you know, things heal when they're brought into the light. I don't know. But one of the things that surprised me is the best part about being uh, about this platform I have, best part of the stash is people who come up to me and said that I've inspired them, that I'm a role model, which is every time it happens, I'm like, what? Who are you talking to? Because <laughs> I've never... Yeah, you know, I never really see myself as as that, but one of the th- you know things people have, um, and I mean uh, people I've t- uh, you know even when I was teaching um, uh, teaching kids, um, uh, I taught theater for nine years, but you know kids and people in the community and the leather boys who are just starting their journey have you know told me that you know I've I've inspired them and encouraged them and it just it means so much because when you see a lot of closed doors growing up and then you're able to open doors for other people to make their journey a little bit easier than yours was that I think that's the most important thing that we can do as humans. And it's, you know, I guess like that's the thing that I guess keeps me humble and keeps me working, striving, trying to be better myself so that I can help better other people. Like, you know, I, I don't want to ever, like, you know, there's there's contentedness and satisfaction. And, you know, the, the there's, you know, that old song, I can't get no satisfaction. And I've always felt good. Like, satisfaction is the enemy. Because when you're satisfied, you stop, you stop trying. You stop working. You stop improving. So I never want to be satisfied. I want to always be growing and bettering making something new create you know it, you know you, you've you've got to like you know fuck, fuck, you know the you know rocks rock stars we love like you know stevie nicks still puts out music you know because she she's awesome and she wants to keep doing cool stuff and inspiring people and I, and did i just try to compare myself to stevie nicks how dare i just, just a little <laughs> bit yeah i'm sorry that's okay we won't tell her but yeah, being able to just um, when someone says that like you've helped them, it just makes me want to be better. And one of the things people have said is that like I love how open you are. I actually it's, don't laugh, but I created another word. Um, I I love to create words and smush them together. And at Thrive, I coined this word called brave vulnerability. B r a v u vulnerability. I don't know. Can't. <laughs> I didn't win spelling bees, leave me alone. Uh, but it's it's that bravery in vulnerability. When you show 
your scars when you talk about, you know, hey, I deal with mental health health issues and you know, you kind of you shine that light on it, you lessen that stigma and help other people be like, "Hey, I fight with that too. I'm not alone." And you know, it's it's just being able to say, you know, know that you are not alone changes things so much. It bring, you know, and for me, like those moments are the ones that have helped me continue to go on. When I realized I wasn't the only person in the world with a fetish for having being put into a diaper, when I realized I wasn't the only person who quite felt, you know, had to have that conversation about my gender, having, you know, I even I ran for international. My goal was um, wasn't necessarily to, you know, I always say like the sash was the icing, the win was other people saying like, oh, littles can be leather boys. And knowing that I was going up there as the first openly ABDL to compete, let alone win, but I knew that like, I was like, there are other diaper leather boys, you know, there are other littles who don't think that they can run because no one else has. And so I can hopefully open the crib door for them. And yeah, it's... It's 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 a lot, and I feel like, as much as I love to be that person who spreads joy, you know, we're not <laughs> title holders like rock stars, like anyone. We are people, and some days are hard. And I I don't think we should be afraid to. We shouldn't be forced to always wear a mask. And please do not make that sound like I'm an anti-masker. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> right now, wear a mask. When you wear your literal mask, good. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I think that, you know, when... I mean, yeah, like, my, my favorite music are the people you know, who write about stuff, you know, the hard stuff. Because you're like, yeah. And I was like, I can't be any different. So I'm so, so grateful for everything that I have. And... It it definitely helps, you know, when things are harder, I guess. I hope that answered your question. Oh wait, I'm also autistic. Bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you go through thirty years of feeling like you're a failure because you don't know how to people and then someone is like, Oh, you're just using a different operating system which I know is a cliche, but like honestly hearing that was eye opening for me. And, you know, it's why I try to tell people, like, different isn't bad, you know, it's, I figure it's, it was, it was, it was a lot, another light going on. I mean, like, this is why I'm, I have issues with certain things. And it's, it's, it, it was just like being able to say like, hey, this is the situation. Let's make adjustments. You know, let's, let's find a way to work this for all of our benefit well, and don't uh, and don't donate to autism speaks they are they suck <laughs> thank you yeah thank you for that for, for that vulnerability there i i appreciate it and and i know that there there's going to be at least a few people out there listening to that, that will certainly appreciate it too you know you you are an inspiration you you have been a, a big influence on me in my leather journey whether you know that or not 
and uh, <laughs> and and I appreciate it. You're you. I think you are an excellent example of a leather boy. And yeah, I just I I could gush at you, but 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 I'm not going to. Nobody wants to sit here and listen to that. I mean, I could. I'm sure people would love that. I mean, right? <laughs> so let's. Uh, Let's move on. Okay, we, we we've gotten a lot of the serious stuff out of the way. Is there anything, anything going on this year or not going on or any news that you want to talk about? Lego put out a cool pride set. Uh. <laughs> they did. That's that. I, I love that thing. I I don't know that I'll be able to find one anywhere, but gosh, I'm trying to think of what to say now. Um, just because it's like there's not a lot of like events happening. Right. I mean, the ones that will are like gonna trickle in, and that's exciting. But I think you know it's important to be aware and make the right decision for you, and you know just examine what their practices and policies are, and and you know not if not all of us are fortunate enough to have gotten a vaccine. So like, do still take your masks if you decide to go places. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, what does I watch a lot of TV, <laughs> um, like a lot of a lot of TV and YouTube. That's <laughs> most of what I do. That and like look to see if there's any jobs. That's that's mostly what I do. I guess I I I'm glad that people are a lot more politically inclined nowadays. I just I I know back when you know year ten twenty years ago, people would say like, oh, I'm not really into politics. And I think more and more people are realizing that being able to say I don't go in for politics comes from a place of, place of privilege because it's easy to not care when things don't affect you. And I feel like if you are a person of color or if you are a gender or sexual minority, your very life is political. Just existing is political. So, you can, you know, it's important to know things to get involved and you know all of us have a voice so how you use it you know is powerful i'm totally down with you there i've said for decades that being being kinky being polyamorous these are political choices granted they're they're not really choice it's not a choice for me i just am that way but mm -hmm. it's still a political existence uh, because it, it flies yeah. in the face of the so-called accepted norm. Yeah. Well, I mean, whenever I talk to an organization or a, a group that's primarily heterosexual, you know, people who might, you know, have the privilege to keep things hidden, you know, I say, like, the things that you're, you're afraid of losing, you know, your jobs, uh, your families, all that stuff, because people might find out that, you know, you like to be spanked or you have, you know, a boyfriend and a girlfriend or all these things. You shouldn't have to worry for that. We, you know, the right to live how you want, you know, is something that we've been fighting forever. <laughs> we've been fighting this, these things since before Stonewall. And you know what? Freaking join us in the fight we've you know we've been fighting for a lot of stuff for years and and you've been 
benefiting from a lot of the progress that we've made, which is great, but we'd really like for you to join and fight with us, please. The things that you want we have been fighting for, please help us. Here, here. Help here. <laughs> so. Sorry, I ran out of breath there. Sorry. No, that's, that's okay. Uh, you kind of wound yourself down. What advice would you give to someone just getting into the leather community? What, what advice would okay. you give somebody just starting out in leather? So when I was preparing to run, I had a, some wonderful people put together a mock interview for me. And one of the questions I was asked was, it was specifically for leather boys, but I'm going to expand it to all people. And it was like, well, if you could give um, a new leather boy starting out one piece of advice, what would it be? And my answer was learn how to say no. And I think that's super important. I, I, th I think especially for people who are of the more submissive side, we're so, we love to please. We're so eager to, to do, you know, to, to make people happy that we don't take care of ourselves and we let boundaries get crossed. I, I, I think that we're, you know, we're, we're at a wonderful time where people are realizing that consent is a thing. And I, 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 so yeah, I would say like the first thing is learn how to say no and, and mean it. Excellent advice. Sure. <laughs> so, okay. We've, we've, we've kind of wound down all the, the big serious pieces of the, 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 the interview here. Um, <laughs> I should have known. You're like you're like want to be the leather Barbara Walters. You're trying to be all like, what are the really gouchy questions? I'd say more the you know, no, actually, I guess Barbara Walters really works there, doesn't it? I was thinking the leather Katie Couric, but no, that that doesn't fit at all. <laughs> I could totally see her in some thigh high boots and a corset though. <laughs> okay, so boxers briefs are bare. Diapers. <laughs> Harness or vest? I was about to say, like, if I'm not wearing diapers, I'm usually wearing tidy whities but um, <laughs> any of the sport. Harness or vest? Um, usually, um, probably usually a vest for me, because I usually like to, you know, wear a, wear a cute t-shirt. So, yeah, a vest. Okay. Rocky Horror or mm -hmm. Repo? Rocky Horror. I, I've never, I've actually not seen Repo. I'm like I've I've heard it's a little gory and I just I, I not not my jam. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Okay, what do you flag? Oh god, we're gonna be here for a while. I mean, not necessarily like all at once until I can get someone to make me a tail. But <laughs> uh, hunter green, obviously, light blue, uh, black, uh, yellow, teddy bear, both sides. <laughs> Oh, so, so most of this is on the right. Uh, corduroy, green gingham, because I want to go for all those deep cuts that people are going to have to look up. <laughs> <laughs> um, on on the on the left, uh, you know, I love to. I do flag red and dark pink. Those, those are those are, I'd say are, are are oh oh also like on, on the right beige. Mm. <laughs> There's a, but I, I, I'm a huge uh, hanky kill geek, and there's, there's a few, but those are the uh, ones that definitely come to mind. Okay. Well, 
anything else you'd like to, to tell anybody before we, we wind dine and wind dine before we wind down here? What to say? Uh, I just, I guess, you know, because we're getting closer to pride, um, remind people that like it is, you know, do go out to pride especially like in your gear because I think the first few years when you go to pride it's about you and then at a certain point it changes and it's like now I'm there for someone else the, the people who we lost for the people who aren't quite ready to march with us and the people who never got a chance to march so. excellent it's a great take oh where can where, where, where can folks find you online if you want them to. Sure. Um, well, if if I do still have a FetLife page, um, and you can find that at JBaby, J-B-A-B-Y, uh, you can also easily find me on the Book of Faces by just typing JBaby also. You'll be able to find my title page, you know, JBaby South Central Leather Boy 2018, or my actual page with my tax name because <laughs> I was not as good at filters as I thought I was back in the <laughs> couple years ago. I'm like, I got this all figured out, and then someone shared something with a picture. I was like, oh, no, I did not. Well, too late now. <laughs> um, but uh, those are those are the two uh, easiest places uh, to find me. Okay. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for being on here. I appreciate it. Thank you. I had a great time. Thank you. And uh, with that, I guess we are out for the week. Thanks. And Bye, everybody. Tune in next time. <laughs>